folks, and welcome to Expose. This is our second episode on the discussion. The beauty of sex went on right. I'm so glad and excited to have you back here again. Last week, we began this discussion by introducing the fact that sex is something that God has given to us. And as other things that can be abused, and people have found different ways to make use of that, sex is not inevitable. It's subject to abuse. We're able to define the different um, concept of sex as both an act and a perception in life. Today, we'll be delving into something more exciting, further defining what exactly makes it right and what exactly makes it wrong. As you listen to this discussion, I wanted to sit tight and share with someone, and God bless you. Five things that make sex right. Number one, when it's done in a Christian recognized relationship, a customary or traditionally recognized or approved marital relationship. The book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 24 says something. Um, that therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall cleave to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Now, the, the process of cleaving involves a process. And those processes are what makes it recognized. Either in the Christian, in the customary setting, we'll have on the registry and the traditional settings where the customs of the land prevails for those people. Now, it also tells us in 2.25, same Genesis, and they were both naked and the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Now, that is what happens when people come together. They come to that um, union where they accept each other in their naked form. So number two, when such relationships involves a man and a woman. Now, the Bible is um, very clear about this. In, in Genesis 2, verse 16, it says something. He says, and you sh your desire shall be towards your husband. And when God made them, he made them man and woman. And he said, your desire shall be towards your husband, not towards another woman, not the man to another man, but the woman to a man. And the man is supposed to reciprocate that. So number three, we're going to see is that when such members are of the legal age of responsibility, that simply means we cannot bring two young people who are just 10, 10 years together under whatever guys and call them married, it doesn't suffice. So because the man that is going to get married must be matured in mind and in capacity. The number four with things that makes sex right is when the people involved there are not siblings. Now, um, while we may exclude some things that may have happened according to Bible history in the early parts, as the people keep populating and the world keep getting large, instructions came outrightly saying that man shall not um, marry his sister or those ones that are close to his kings that are connected to him. So that's sim that simply means the man has to go out there to get someone he's going to get married to. Then um, number five thing we're seeing that makes sex right under which it becomes improper is when willingly engaged by both parties in a recognized relationship, not by coercion or for other incentives. Now, it simply means despite the fact that these people have been it have been um, recognized as married by the laws of the land or by a recognized institutional authority, this act has to be in consensus. Simply means you can just you can just jump on your wife, bully around, or bully husband around, or get sex for some of the incentives, not for the purpose of meeting your intimate needs. Now, um, what exactly then makes it wrong? We've seen things that makes it right. <laughs> Number one is that when the persons um when done by persons not married to each other, obviously we know that if we say that 
what makes it right is being married and recognized by consulted authority. Not being married automatically makes it wrong. Now, but then as Christians, the Bible says in Ephesians 5, verse 5, for the for the for being knowing this, that every fornicator has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of our God. That is the Bible explicitly speaking. The Spirit of God was speaking through the apostles then. To the church, there is need for them to understand that when God is trying to bring a people up to himself, there is a class of people that are going to make it there. And those people are doing something wrong. People who fornicate. That simply means people who have sex outside the bonds of marriage. The number two thing that makes it wrong is that when it's done in a non-Christian, non-customary, traditionally recognized marital relationship. Now, when the marriage is not constituted, is not recognized by any authority, obviously there is no marriage, any form of cohabitation that is not legally married. They recognize. However, if the law of the law recognizes that as a form of marriage, beautiful. But in the case where people just um, get involved with each other, live together as partners, not recognized, it doesn't hold. Another very important thought, um, thing we're going to see there is that when such members are of are below the legal age of responsibility, automatically sex becomes wrong. Now, when you see people sleeping with 10 years old, 11 years old, 6 years old, they call pedophiles, and that's because what? It is assumed to be wrong. Those people are not old enough to take responsibility. They can stand for their decisions, so they are not um, recognized legally to be old enough for such things. <clears throat> The number four thing that makes it wrong is when it involves siblings. All manner of incest. Now, some countries may be adjusting their rules to accommodate that, but national rules being accommodated doesn't make God's standards and change. Doesn't shift. Doesn't shift the sun from its orbit or doesn't move the the, the earth out of place. So we might just be moving ourselves and fooling our own um our own beings. Number fifteen is that when willingly engage in persons, um, when willingly engage in both parties. By 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 um coercion, you get it. Now, when people um get themselves um forced into having sex, obviously it becomes automatically um wrong. So uh, another thing we'll be looking at um the fifteen is that when such persons are on the age of said that now when the act is engaged as an act of worship, we've seen people um have sex as a form of worship on matter of um, shrines and altars and all forms of places where people go to and sex is part of the worship phenomenon. Automatically, that is an abuse of what sex is meant to be. Now, another very important thing is that when it involves more than just another party, such as a tree, some and above. Now, Judges chapter 19, verse 25 has um, a, a scenario to say, see, but the, the men will not hearken to him. So the man took his concubine and brought her forth unto them, and they knew her and abused her all the night until the morning. And when the day began to spring they let her go now we, we we are seeing a scenario where people began to practice the the act of um threesome foursome and multiple sons whatever we can say right recorded in the bible so it's not a new thing per se but in every case where the bible have recorded such occurrences there is a disgusting that there's there's kind of detaste that comes in the report and simply means that um god isn't comfortable with it we saw sodom and gomorrah all manner of things they did and the bible said uh, 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 and there was a cry unto heaven and god had to come down to see for himself what exactly is going on here so there are all manner of illicit immoral acts going on in the town and one of those things that was going on then is exactly what we tend to fancy these days multiple 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 people having sex at the same time so before i wrap up today's edition i want to look at the beauty of sex when done right 
I would love to share an experience I had about 12 years ago um, while the Archdeaconry president of um, the AYF, that's the Anglican Youth Fellowship back then in Kaduna. Um, I had a girlfriend, yeah, I did. And um, on one of our birthdays, in, we, while we were at the bed, it was an evening period, I had to step out. I don't take alcohol, I don't take um, hard substances, but then I just had to go there because she's my friend and it's just right that I honor the I honor and respect her day. Around 7 p.m., I was like, hey, babe, I need to quickly get home. It's getting late because I don't do late nights. We stepped out of the house and standing on the roadside trying to get um, a bike so I can rush down home. While waiting for the bike, we took some time talking. When finally a bike man came, came around, I hugged her and what was supposed to be a, a just parting good night thing turned out into um, a passionate kiss on the roadside. Little did I know that one of my fellowship members was standing just beside me. I was like, wow, my own fellowship president is kissing a girl on the roadside. Wow. So what the hell are they teaching us? You get it. So now that turned out to be um, a very big issue within some of us in the fellowship who began to, um, all manner of way, began to question the authority of the church or we're teaching them, um, brought a rift into the youth fellowship. And, you know, it was a, it was something I struggled with. It was something I battled with. Pray to God to help me through. And um, we made it through and thank God for where we are today. So, um, I'll be stopping this discussion here today, and subsequently, in our next discussion, we'll be um, continuing on the beauty of sex when done right, and how to ensure that sex is done right, because there are things you need to have at the back of your mind. If that is ever going to happen, you can. I look forward to um, getting the next episode available by next week, and I promise it's going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome one. It's going to just get better as we go by. God bless you. And do have a great week.